Hello, this is episode 193 of the Purple Psychology Podcast. I'm Dr. Nisha Riley. This episode is on college and university students stuck in their dorms, their mental well-being. I think of the top 10 things that have happened during the pandemic that were completely avoidable. This is one of the worst for me. I recorded a podcast a few number of weeks ago on back to education, what could possibly go wrong. I think the idea of people being stuck in small dormitories, isolated, is just really worrying. I did record a podcast at the very beginning in March about surviving self-isolation, but I'd like to specifically do this now in terms of these people who are trapped in college dorms. So there's a couple of aspects I'd like to talk about. How to change you, how to change your space, the importance of routine, something from outside, a little bit on audiobooks and insight timer. So let's talk these through. Changing you. There has to be different times of the day and different aspects of you. And the easiest way to do this is to change your clothes for different events. It's very easy when you're stuck in an environment and nobody sees you. We often dress for other people rather than ourselves. Or we can get into a habit of just merely dressing for comfort. It's a good idea to get up and dress for your online lectures in one way, to change your clothes, to do your little bit of sports exercise, which I'll talk about in a minute, to then have more relaxed clothes for your off time, which again I'll talk about in a minute. But it's a very important aspect of our self-worth and our self-being to actually bother to get dressed well for ourselves and to wash ourselves and to take care of ourselves and to have personal grooming. These are really important aspects that we should be doing for ourselves, not for other people. In terms of changing your space, you have a very small space. And I went through this in terms of self-isolation. And the smallest space I talked about was a, was a studio apartment, which is kind of similar, but you're in a smaller space now. You need to not get into a habit of eating in front of your computer. You should create your space so that it's an eating space. You should create your space so that it's a workspace. When you're not working, which you should make a concerted effort to do for portions of the day, you should put away your work, even if that means putting it under your bed or putting it at the bottom of your wardrobe, whatever it takes to get rid of your work out of your space so that you're not constantly seeing it. You may need to hang something over a board that's pinned to the wall for the same reason or pin something else in front of it that's fun. We need to create the idea of a space being a living space and a working space and to compartmentalise those for your own sanity. It's a really good idea to change the lighting if you can. I'm going to talk about a survival pack at the end if you have somebody that can send you something to help you. But having a nice lamp and changing the ambience and the lighting in a room so it's not really harsh lighting is a really important thing to do. Your routine really matters. Sleep is the obvious one. It's a really good idea to have a set sleeping time. It's a really good idea to not use technology 30 minutes before you go to sleep. I'll talk in a minute about using audiobooks to help you here. We've already talked about you using changing your clothes as a benchmark for the different times in the day and the different activities that you have. It's really important to have an exercise routine. There are various apps, YouTube, online sites with seven minute workouts at home. There's also yoga and pilates. I can't stress enough 
how important it is for you to have a daily exercise routine while you're, you're in this space. It's one of the most important things you need to do for your well-being. I similarly think it's very important to do something creative. It's very important to use music. It's very important to read. It's very important to do something away from technology. As technology is acting as your only contact time to your lectures, but also your communication time to people outside. So it's very important to do something that doesn't involve the screen time. And it's very easy to get sucked into watching a box set equivalent on Netflix and binging on a whole series, which can leave you more unrested in a way. It's a good thing to do for a portion of time, but it's not a good thing to solely rely on in order to relax. One of the simplest things that I love to do to switch off is to listen to an audiobook. And I often find that if I do this along with using a coloring book, that is a really relaxing thing to do. It's a really absorbing task. And if you have access to a printer, there are many open source coloring pages online. If you just search adult coloring pages or mindfulness coloring, you'll come up with pages to print out. I've recommended an app for years called Insight Timer. It's a completely free app. I love the ethics of the app because they make the app completely accessible and they just ask for a subscription or a donation from people who can afford to do that. I recorded a whole podcast before on the different types of meditation that are present in that. There's meditation affirmations to get you started and to keep you motivated. There's meditation to help you to sleep. There's meditations in there to help with anxiety and depression and other aspects that you may be feeling in such a confined space. I really feel at this stage that if someone wants to set up a relief pack for these students, they should. And in that, I would contain a nice lamp, markers and colouring pencils, mindfulness colouring, access to books, audiobooks, music, some sort of an online exercise routine. We did this for kids all summer. Can we have Joe Wicks for college dorm students, please? Letter writing and stamp supplies, which I'll go back to in a minute, and some sort of a treat. Those will be my top aspects to send to a student who's trapped in a dorm right now. One aspect that you don't have right now being in the dorm is something from outside. And letters can be a fantastic way to do this. It can be something to look forward to. So if someone can send you some stamps so that you can send letters outside to other people, I think that would be fantastic. It's so much different to get a piece of post than it is to get an email. People have been endlessly worrying about children during this pandemic. I haven't been as worried about children because they've had their families to support them. Now, there have been cases where some of those families have been dysfunctional, but in many cases, children have benefited hugely from the extra time at home and the extra time with their families. Many families have come out and said that that's the silver lining of the pandemic for them. But I'm really worried about these college students and university students who are trapped in dorms. They have no one at the moment. And I think we really need to be concerned about their well-being and the sort of simple things that we can give them to keep them sane during this time.